This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And happy hump day, bitch. Happy motherfucking hump day. How you doing? I'm doing well. It's a nice day. It was raining earlier, but the sun is coming out. I'm, I'm chilling. How are you doing? I'm good. I feel well rested. I haven't had my kid in like five days. I'm ready for parenthood again. Oh my God, me too. I'm, really, I'm wondering, why do I feel so peaceful? Why is everything so wonderful? The, I, the same. I haven't had my kid this weekend, so I'm real chilling yep <laughs> until a couple hours from now <laughs> um i'm excited because we have a special guest two special guests and i'm excited because i've known them for a really long time they're amazing people one is, one is someone that you guys probably have grown up knowing because you just do because he's that nigga <laughs> and his partner in crime is the woman that holds everything together for the nigga um so right right so i just want to introduce um damon dash and rocky what's hey. up you guys hi what's happening how are you good quarantine. are you sh- quarantine staying at home sheltering in place yeah. yes <laughs> um i'm here to the gallery that's it you went to the gallery yes yeah, my gallery you have a gallery in la yeah, yeah. The office. We call it the, I call it a gallery, the soundstage. Oh, oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I curate art, so I call it a gallery. I like that. This is our gallery. <laughs> Welcome to our gallery. I am glad I could be contagious. <laughs> I'm pretty jealous that you guys are quarantined because I've been to your house and that shit is popping. Tin, your okay? house is the I w- quarantine. I wish house. I could quarantine with y'all, okay? <laughs> I was like, all those cuddle pockets. I'm happy to know that's an option. <laughs> No, your house literally is, it has cuddle pockets. Me and Jamila talk about it all the time. It's like, there's cuddle pockets everywhere. There's soft, soft surfaces. <laughs> as soon as we went into quarantine, I was like, damn, Erica, they're having so much fun over there. I wish I was quarantined <laughs> with them. That's definitely a Dame Dash tra- trait for all of his houses. He's like, everywhere should be a cuddle place. So Every couch to be a bed. has to be cuddleable. Everything is a bed. You have to be able to lie down and lay down comfortably. I like your style. So do I. <laughs> I like warm water a lot. I like being, <laughs> You like warm water a lot? Me too. And hot tubs and, and saunas and, you know, places where I could sweat and then get wet and then get dry. Oh, right. Because we just interrupted your steam session. Well, I just I do it after I work out, sweat the toxins out because I smoke every day. And then also, you know, it's also a trick for the uh, corona. Right. Mm, and yeah, how, how has it been? It just, you've just been chilling, right? You good? Same, same life, man. We've been same social shit. distancing for about 15 years now. <laughs> Not 15 years. I hear that. About that. And we have, we've always had like a little bubble of people that we work with, but we can still work and we still have our bubble. And it's been relatively the same because we structured our life like a vacation anyway. Mm-hmm. So this is actually the life we're living is the one we've been architecting for a while. Damon wants his life to always be by the pool. His office is the pool. By yeah. the pool. I mean, every time the more you talk, the more increasingly I want to be recruited to the tribe because <laughs> this sounds exactly like what I want. Nobody's saying no. <laughs> Nobody's saying no. I mean, honestly, it's very appealing at this point. The cuddle pockets, the vacation, the warm waters, the steam, the beautiful people over there. I mean, honestly, Rocky's cooking. Rocky's. Oh yeah, we cannot forget Rocky's delicious cooking. 
Okay. Vegan, okay. delicious vegan cooking at that. I'm right. like, and it's healthy? What the fuck? Right. And the, and the body is stupid. When I just look at the body all day, it's like. And the body. And the body, and the body is stupid. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, geez, Dame's got the life I'd want to live. Yeah. I don't, I don't see why people wait till they retire and get old to live vacation or why they only go on vacation a couple of times a year. For me, the American dream independently is to be able to work two days a week and relax five, uh, go on work for two, uh, you know, like three or four times a year, and in between that be on vacation. And I don't see why you have to work during uncomfortable hours. It never made sense to me that we were supposed to be in the building behind a desk while the sun was out. That's not when things grow. And, and, can, and can you teach a class on that? Wait, can, can, you, I, I, can, <laughs> can you agree that the more you like vacation and doing leisure things like mushrooms and in the sun and in warm waters, those are when the creative juices begin to flow. That's when the creation begins, when you're in a comfortable space. So you're actually working by vacationing, but you're producing the best quality creative because you're making room you're making room the, the, the way things are structured are to control us to make us think we should be unhappy to get things done and that's just simply not the case and if you notice even when you come to the gallery i'm like you know that's why i call it a gallery because it shouldn't feel like work we all smoke in it's like a party and we're capturing those moments just like you said you can't recreate moments and that's basically what pure entertainment is is capturing authentic moments not you know, recreating, and that's what most people have to do. Because I live that rock star life, I don't have to recreate a rock star life. I just have to run the cameras. Because I'm around intelligent people, all we have to do is have ideas in the moment and make them into tangible things and then go monetize them, package them, distribute them, and then make some bread. And if you can make things that give you residual income, then you can truly sit by the pool while the things that you were doing younger, you reap the, get the, uh, reap the benefits and the fruit of that. 10, 20 years later. And that's a lot of what I'm doing now. I'm able to relax and do things as I want, when I want, because I work so hard on the front end to have ownership and things that would give me residual income. And then I choose to take that income and invest it into things that are also my passion, which is- Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm in church. You know, Dame, just, I, re I remember when I first met you, and I don't even know if you remember meeting me this time, because actually we were reintroduced through my cousin, Davida. That's a Davida. But I actually met you when I was um, personal assisting Macy Gray. And so, oh, yeah, I was Macy Gray's personal assistant. And we came my homie. Yeah. And so I worked with her for three and a half years. And so um, I came to Poppington at the time. And I think you were, I don't know how long, you were, just, you had just kind of opened it. And I just remember. It might have been DD 172. Was it? In that's when she came. Oh no, that's when it was. That's what it was. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's I probably have that on tape. You probably do, cause I we were there, we were chilling, and I just remember like. Was a what what? What was going on when you were there? Was there a Badu coming around? I think we were like upstairs. Was there an upstairs? No, we just what events. What was happening? Was there a Badu? No, no, we were just all chilling. I remember when we were sitting. We were sitting right I before remember when she I remember. was there, too. I remember. That's crazy. That is crazy. I know. And I remember being like, oh, my God, that's Damon Dash. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he, how does his brain work so fast? He's talking. Like, he has so many things he's talking about, and he's so passionate about so many different things, and they all connect. And I'm just like, I just remember sitting there because, you know, Macy, she's so chill. I was, I was so used to just being around like, yeah, babe. Like, <laughs> like no key energy. And then we went in there and it was like, and I was like, whoa. And I think it was towards the evening that you guys came. We did. It was the evening and like you had a desk. I think you were sitting behind the desk. We were sitting on the other side of the desk and there were a few people there. And I remember Rocky, you were there. Yes. I, um, I yeah. So that had to be like, I don't know, 10 years ago, something yeah. like that. And then my cousin Davida then reconnected us when I moved to New York and I came to your gallery, Poppington Gallery, and you always had like the dopest parties and everyone was just like smoking weed, listening to music, dope ass art. Like you had some of the dopest artists in New York there. And I was just like, I remember I was like, cause Davida be knowing some random people. I'd be like, how the fuck do you know Damon Dash, Davida? <laughs> my <laughs> um, and she connected us and you know, the rest is history. We've been cool ever since. Um, but watching you, like, even in those moments, like watching you, how your brain works and how you come up with ideas and execute them, because you execute everything you do. And like, there's no limit. Like, it's really, it's an amazing thing to watch. And I know, and Rocky, I see, like, I think, I see the way you think too. Like, there's no limit. You guys just have an idea, 
and you execute it and you do it and you do everything on your own, um, which is so dope because, you know, a lot of times we feel like we need people to do things like creating projects or whatever it may be. So Damon's one person that likes to learn everything, single thing. So he'll dive into something just to learn how it works. I like being the plug. Mm -hmm. I don't like being a Johnny. So I could grow it. I'd rather grow it than be a customer, you know? Absolutely. Amen. So we have a game that we like to play with guests and it's called trigger. And basically we say a word and you have to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Like don't hesitate. The first thing. Okay. And just a quick way for our listeners to kind of get to know you guys better and us to get to know you better too. Um, so I guess we'll go on and off. Like I'll ask you one Dame and then Rocky, you, you answer the other one. Okay. Got it. Okay. This is, <laughs> Don't be nervous. This is trigger. This is trigger. Okay, so I'll start with you, Dame. Marriage. Vagina. <laughs> Vagina. <laughs> Love. Rocky. Damon. Favorite sex position. Oh shit. What's yours? With Rocky? Doggy. <laughs> Donkey. Oh doggy. Mm-hmm. Do- doggy. I have a couple other ones, but they're like black belt stuff. We have to talk later. Black belt. Oh wow. Maybe like a di- like we needed a wow. Okay. Instructional guide. Instructional guide. Okay. I can't wait. <laughs> Boxes or briefs. Boxes. That do, was do, Rockies. Do you oh, prefer oh, 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 oh. whatever? You can ask. You can answer too. Well, can I say boxer briefs? Yeah, boxer. <laughs> Boom. Reality TV. You asking me? Yeah. <laughs> Docu-series. How about we? How about each of you answer the questions because make it easier. Okay. Okay. Rocky, okay. reality TV. Docu-series. <laughs> you, what's your vice? Puss, uh, vagina. <laughs> what's your? Obviously, like, uh, they like that. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Obviously, well, obviously, what? I got a thing. What's the, Can we come back to that one and I say what? Okay, ba- okay, bad right hat. Now right now it's Ego Waffles. But Before yeah. Vice was me, but then she got, you know. Now, now it's Ego Waffles. Bigger, bigger, more important things. Um, <laughs> bad habits. Bad habit. Uh, sometimes I ash, not on ash in the ashtray. It'd be ash in the mouth. This mm. is a very annoying habit. Mm-hmm. Not answering directly. Mm. Uh, kids. Loves. Excitement. Monogamy. Bad business. <laughs> uh, does it exist? <laughs> no, what, what did he say? She said, does it exist? Does it exist? Okay. Race. Human. Yeah. Human, I agree. Viagra. Blue. When there's more than one or two, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. okay. That's a fair, <laughs> that's a fair one. I appreciate that honesty. Weed. All day, every surplus i'm staring <laughs> la good weather sunshine new york cold weather in a river stink river Damn. stink river stink river. <laughs> stink river social media um uh very good distribution great for business uh time consuming divorce it's not happening over here <laughs> Because it, I don't know. Uh, stress. <laughs> stress. <laughs> lawyers. That's lawyers. What I, money. Lawyers. That's what. Expensive. Expensive. <laughs> right. Not really. Depending uh, on how you do it. Emotion. Obama. Class act. The president. Happily ever after. Aww. My life thing with Rocky. Disney. Damon. Yes. Disney. Aww. Aww. You guys Disney. are so cute. Um, threesomes. <laughs> Ooh. All day, every love them. When, <laughs> when I get lucky, when I can get so lucky. What is that? Wait, noise? what are you smacking? Oh, my, oh, my like, that was Rocky's behind. You can't. that doggy you were talking about. No, <laughs> don't do fuck that. up. Don't do that. My sound is going to be oh, fucked up. We're recording. <laughs> that was good. That was good thinking. Trump. Smart. Pardon? Trump. Wait, she didn't answer about oh, the threesomes. Oh, threesomes, Rocky. Oh, I said, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Trump. Funny guy. Bright orange. Biggest regret. 
my biggest regret is uh, not making making Aaliyah. I should I should have got a little manner about her getting on that plane. She didn't want to get on it. So that that's when I should have turned up the asshole. Or I should have been like, no, nah, don't get on that. You should have told her not to get on. I did tell her not to get on. Oh, but you should have been more. More asshole. So forceful about it. I should have been more gang dash about it. For me, my biggest regret of not learning a second language. Um, not too late. Mushrooms. Love. What Love. kind? <laughs> I love them all. Black women. Love. Yes. Love. White women. I love, love. all women, but no butt, flat butt. No, I take flat butt. <laughs> flat butt. No flat butt. No flat butt. No flat butts. I mean, I don't. If I have, it depends. They're compensating. I'm, I don't really like the flat butt, so I don't like a flatty patty so much. No. <laughs> Stepmom. Uh, no, I would. I would call that. What do you call that? Step Mom plus? plus. Mom plus. Mom plus. What? How do you feel about mom plus stepmom? I like mom plus stepmom. I feel like has been tarnished by like Disney studios and into this evil stepwoman. So the word is hard for me. Mm. I am one. Gay. That's a lot of gay. Not me. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. It depends on it's it's your choice. Pregnancy. Amazing. Blessing. Yeah. To be appreciated. Favorite porn category. Lesbian. Lesbian? Well, at least you guys agree on that. Yeah. It's true love right there. It's true love. <laughs> you can agree on the porn category. Shit. Loyalty. Having an understanding and agreeing to it like a contract. Having loyalty is respect. Yeah, re- more res- loyalty is respect for me and just um, giving the person what they give you. Uh, cheating. This shouldn't exist once you have to cheat, then that's not your best friend no more. You don't lie to your best friend. Heartache. It's a pain in the ass. Uh, Kanye. My little brother. Easy. <laughs> My little brother. Fatherhood. All that counts. Mm-hmm. Damon. My Child- childhood. I mean, where do I have? Jesus Christ. I know this is a lot, girl. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are all these words you got over here? What kind of, and it's like so much more. Okay, wait, I'm going <laughs> to consolidate here. I think about childhood. I think about so many people that never, that, that, that stay children their whole life, that, that don't know what adults are. There's a time and a place for child. Mm. Childhood is some a people, blessing, some though. Some people got to grow the fuck up. Yeah, some people have to grow up too fast, and some people don't grow up. So childhood is, for me, I had a great childhood, and I'm fortunate for that. Okay, I have a few more. Wealth. Happiness and health. Health. And laughter. Therapy. Important. Mental. It's hard sometimes. Therapy means identifying your triggers and dealing with them. Which is this, triggers. Talking sometimes too much, which is hard. Um, Becky with the good hair. Why, would you, why, would you, why can't I see you, Rocky? I need to see you in, in this shot. A dumbass. Dumbass. R. Kelly. Child molester. Agreed. And last but not least, anal sex. <laughs> Wrap it all up. When I get lucky. <laughs> Painful. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it takes a, it's a, it's not, it's a process, put it like that. It's a process. Mom, I swear, I hope you never listen to this. (laughs) You're welcome for putting all your business on the internet, Rocky. It's definitely not all our business. I I know. I'm sure there's plenty more. There's a lot of more. I know. So, Rocky, so you are a, what is it? What'd you call yourself? A A plus plus mom. mom. A plus mom. Mm -hmm. Mom plus. Mom plus. So, obviously, we have really young children. We haven't, we're you haven't ventured into that world yet of having a partner and introducing kids and stuff. How, how has it been? Because I know Dame, your kids are, you know, older, like a little older. So you have teenagers and all those things that you're navigating in that space. I know I was a bitch ass teenager. So, and I was not nice to like my stepfather. <laughs> you were nice to no one. I was just, no, I wasn't nice. Um, 
when you become a teenager, there's a certain tolerance because you understand that, well, I was a teenager, so I kind of know what I was acting like. And I, I thought I knew everything until I was about 23. And then I realized I knew nothing. Um, and I thought my parents were, I thought my parents weren't as smart as me. I thought everything. So once the, it depends on the kid, but once it's like 14 to 16, once they hit that mark, you know, you kind of just have to just have a tolerance for what they're going to do because it's just, you're just waiting for them to grow up. I, they're too old for you to do anything. She, she was in a situation where the, the emotion was clear because, you know, sometimes people are snarky about their feelings. It wasn't no snark. We knew exactly where the energy was wrong and where it was coming from. So we were able to deal with it mm -hmm. without it being a surprise. So yeah. when you know something's coming and you could brace your face, it don't hurt so bad. Yeah, true. So everything we knew was coming. We already talked about it in a very therapeutic way. And we already knew what people were trying to do, pull our triggers. And that's the one thing. Once you can identify when people are trying to pull your triggers, you can deflect. And that's what we would do. We would take the, we, she would learn how to laugh at the stupidity. And that's what would make the other parties very upset. How, wait, how, how long have you and Rocky been together? You've been together now for like over 10 years, right? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, we've been around each other for 10 years. Like every 12, single, 12, 11, 11 years, 12 years. <clears throat> What do you think that you've learned? Like if you could, like, what, what is the biggest lesson you've learned about being a plus mom? Because you've been not, you've been one for a long, a, a good amount of time as a, as a young woman too, you know, and trying to, and navigating that space. I'm curious, like for, for me, what's been your biggest lesson? For me, I try not to interfere with teaching the kids lessons, but having fun with them more or less because I'm not, their blood parent and I don't want to ever interfere with being their mom or being their dad or being like you know someone that's scolding or somebody that's doing that so I would never interfere with that part but for me I get to have all the fun it's like for me I feel like Tallulah thinks I'm more of an aunt than anybody because we just like she's the one that teaches them how to take pictures teaches them how to paint teaches yeah. them about music will set up their dance like she's the one that makes sure they get all the girly shit that I would not be paying attention to <laughs> Yeah, I get to have the fun. That, that's what I feel like is the best part about um, being like a plus mom is. Like she's not trying to be a mom. She's more like a sister, like a big sister. Yeah. Like and an aunt, like she said, like an aunt that, like a, a sister that, a big sister that tells you what to do when you got a line. Yeah. yeah. Well, but but, but I, I never really, I have never, scolding is not never anything I've ever had to do. I mean, I can't imagine an entire 12 years, it doesn't come one incident where maybe the parents, blood parents are not around and you're like, hey, uh-uh. You know, like you got to some, that's never ever, like not. I mean, it's, it's, always there. Yeah, he's always there and it's, uh, it, you're it's not. There. It's not that kind, it's not like, there's the like visiting step, because my kids visit, which is bad, which is why I look forward to having a child with Raquel. So when I see my children, it's intense time with me and my children, right. you know, and then when I'm giving them too much or not enough, she's right there to make sure they're always occupied and entertained or doing things, the girly stuff that I honestly don't, don't know how to do. I mean, it'll be like conversations, but it's never, I can't. Cooking, a lot of cooking. Yeah, it's, cook, it's more like Anything. conversations and telling them my opinion, but I can't, I, I don't feel like I'm obligated or I don't feel that I'm in the position to actually um my kids ain't bad like yeah, that right so my kids do stupid shit when they're adults when they're kids they're great but once they're adults that's when they do dumb shit they're not kids no more yeah and so that's funny dame i don't really know much about like how you grew up and like i don't know if you had your father in the house or like if, if you grew up with with uh, you know what was and, your example and, and, yeah of, what was your example of, of fatherhood and how has it influenced you now as a parent you know he got married when I was young, we married and I saw him on weekends. And uh, my mom's was the entrepreneur and made things happen. And, you know, my pops wasn't really so present. You know what I mean? So, you know, my mother died when I was six, 16. I had to grow up relatively fast. You know what I mean? But like, I was on some drug dealer shit. So, and I've been an adult for a while. You know, my adulthood came fast, but not through so much trauma, just through wanting to be independent. You so you when your when your mom passed, you didn't go live with your dad. You did your you yeah, did your own thing. An option for me, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, which was fucked up. And it was that those are the type of fucked up things that he would do. That if I let it define me, it would have probably made me a bad parent, but it made me a better one. You know right. what I mean? 
So I'm the type of person I, you know, a, a, a two, two brothers could have an alcoholic as a father. One could be an alcoholic and he'll say, it's because my father was an alcoholic. And the other brother will say, I don't drink because my father was an alcoholic. So I always try to find the light, not the dark. You know, I don't take people's bad habits. I take their good ones. And then I learn from their bad habits and make sure my children don't have to feel the same pain. So I can imagine what made me uncomfortable when I was young. What made me uncomfortable when I was young was that my father would have presents for my little brother because he was with my little brother's mother. And I'd be there for Christmas and he'd have presents and I wouldn't have no presents. Mm. That made me feel like shit. So I would never let that happen to my kids, ever. So is it so then it's important? I mean, because I know you have um, you had a, you have you have three kids with or you have four kids and then with three different women, right? So it's important that they it's important for you that your kids are are close. Is that like something that you like prioritize or it just kind of happens or like for people that do have multiple kids with diff, with different people? Like I wonder, like is that hard to balance? It is like, hard. It's hard to balance when the mothers aren't cooperating or you know they're not on the same sheet of paper. Or when the mothers are still in love with you, you know what I mean? It doesn't work out. So that's the way my struggle has been. I'm a hard drug to kick, you know? And, you know, I'm trying my best to keep my family together. And sometimes it seems like people are trying their best to not have them together or keep it one-sided. So I just make sure my children know that I want to be in their lives and it's their choice that they're not when they aren't. But anytime they can, they can come at any time. I want them. I'll come get them. They know that. I call them. I'm the one that does. Like you know, the, the father usually be the usually be the kids looking for the dad. When the dad's looking for the kids, the kids ignore the dad. They curb <laughs> the dad. But at least I'm doing my. I mean, I'm occupied, so I'm like, I'm good. Y'all can keep thinking it hurt me if you want it. Don't. But you know, I'm good. But I'm still going to do my job. That's why I'm always up the block for my daughters. I came to LA because my daughters. You know, Rachel moved to LA out of like left, and I had to do it, liquidate everything, and come out here. And as soon as he can have all the kids together, he makes it a priority, though. As, yeah. as soon as they can be in one room, but it's been harder since they got older. Older, and since we moved to together. two different coasts, it hasn't been the easiest. Yeah. Um, were you at any of the births of your kids? Like, did you see your child? All of them. All of them, all of them. All of them but one, because I didn't know he was mine. Wow. Oh. Um. What do you, like, how, what was your favorite, not your favorite birth story, but, like, how did experiencing birth firsthand change your perspective on women and vagina, and did it change at all? Did you have any terrible experiences or great experience? Was it life-changing? I mean, I saw my first vagina explode when I was about 20. <laughs> Dang. Explode? <laughs> Can we just make it a little more magical? What do you mean explode? <laughs> it's a little bit more magical, a little more better than that. You know, I, cu- I cut my first umbilical when I was 20, you know? I just, the best moments is that you're the first person they see. I like that a lot. And then y'all just lock eyes and shit for a while. So I've had that connection with all my children. Whatever. We just have that eye lock. It's like, you know, they know I'm their daddy as soon as they come out. Aww. Aww. Um, did, did it scare you? Did it change your perspective on women witnessing that at 20? And witnessing it again and again? Yeah. I mean, knowing what women go through, that, you know, I don't know that I would ever do that to my body to create another life. Um, you know it definitely makes me you know I'm the one that says it I'm a firm believer that women are God they're the only things that create life and that's the closest thing to God Mm -hmm. so I just feel like it's been like a big like you know men were created to just be slaves for women so that the women can create life because that's more important than anything and I think men a man's world is all fucked up like look at us now and even down to like you look at the countries that are being um, that are doing the best with corona are run by women so you know, I think it's been this big jake that, you know, men have taken their physical and, and made it like they're the ones that are running shit just because they're insecure. And that's why I don't su- surround myself with men so, so much. But they all looking for a mommy. I'm, women are strong. I see that women have to raise children by themselves. You know, if a woman's in a compromising situation, she can't just start swinging. She has to use her brain and, and her energy to get out of there. So, you know, as I've gotten older and look at the things that women have to deal with, especially birth and creating, my respect level is definitely going, you know, yeah, yeah. like 10, 10, 15 years ago, I apologized for big pimping, you know? And it's magic. And that was, <laughs> and that was before the Me Too movement. I did that 10 years before Me Too. I was like, yo, I was bugging. I told my, my son, I better never catch you doing that type of shit. I was tripping, you know? So also having daughters. Change having a daughter has really changed things. Really? Because it becomes karma. 
Like my daughter now, Ava, is straight karma, man. Straight. <laughs> Why do you say she's straight karma? Because she wants to walk around in a bikini and she oh. to, likes to play with me and shit. You know what I mean? It's like she knows what makes me uncomfortable. Mm. Well, she's a woman, Dame. I mean, she she's a woman, and I want to bring over some shorts. I don't want to see a thong on my daughter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she's a gr- she's grown. I don't, want, I don't want to see. I'm not saying that she's wrong. I'm saying she's karma. I, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, I'm not. I don't. I don't get mad. I just be like, damn. Having beautiful daughters is definitely karma. It was really funny when she was like, you know, 12 and she was trying to wear the swim trunks. He could, at that time, give her the long board shorts like to board put shorts on. She was like, no, but he could demand it at that time. But now, now, those days are over. Those days are long gone. And then when you teach them things, they take it to another level. So I taught her some Dame Dash shit and she's like trying to use it on me. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That's interesting that you say that because, you know, when we asked you and Trigger about like for example, monogamy, and you both guys, you both obviously have you know views on that that you know doesn't really exist, and it's not. Well, we're we're, monog- we're 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 a couple that doesn't cheat on each other for sure. Right, but I I'm curious, like, how do you talk about? Do you, is this something that you talk about with your daughters or your kids? Like, how do because yeah. I think ultimately, yeah. like, we are shaped so much by you know our how how we see our parents' relationships, and well, yeah, you have to remember that there's a there's an ex-wife that's going to say the worst anyway. So, there's no, there's a what? An ex-wife that's going to say the worst oh. anyway. So according to my ex-wife, you know, I've been living with three, four girls my whole life. And I'm this, that, and the third. And they paint a certain picture regardless. So, you know, kids usually know everything that they think, but they try to make it seem like they don't so that they make you uncomfortable. You know what I mean? So my, my daughters have all asked me about where, where you know, how, how kids are made. And I know they know. I'd be like, yo, I, your mother already told you. Why do you want to play with me? I don't feel like doing this. You know what I'm saying? Ask so, your mother. Go ask your mother. Like, so, you don't, so you don't answer them? Just ignore it. I answered it, but I, I, I answer it. They're doing I, it just What I'm saying is I'll answer it in a way that'll make them uncomfortable. <laughs> so my daughter might say some shit. Six, the other day she was like, because this other girl used to be around, and she was like, yeah, that was uh, Daddy and, and Rocky's girlfriend. And we were like, yeah, so what? Right, right, right. And it wasn't even our girlfriend, but so what? Like, yeah. <laughs> Mind your business. Yeah, like I'm a grown. Well, they probably they don't think they're gonna they don't oh, think you're oh, gonna oh, rebuttal right. them in that way, right? Like, what did Tallulah find in my? Um, oh, this girl that sent me a, um a naked picture, like sent me a you know doing naked stuff. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit and, and Tallulah went through my thing. And I'm like, yo, why are you going through my She's like, well, why you got a girl in there? And I'm like, I'm a grown-up. I could do that. And she's like, I'm, I've been a grown-up. I'm like, how are you going to tell me how a grown-up feels and what a grown-up is supposed to be doing? Like, when you're a grown-up, she said, that's why mommy left you. Because she didn't want, and I'm like, that's mommy's choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, we made a choice. Like, yo, God, I like girls. I'm a rock star. <laughs> Rocky likes that I'm a rock star. I'm not going to hide that from you. Stay out my phone. You know what I'm saying? Best conversations I ever had. She, she <laughs> me uncomfortable. And I was like, yo, so what? I got naked girls on my phone. I'm a rock star. Oh, so they, you- that's what they do. That's why, you're, that's why you was born. You know what I'm saying? Well, she sounds like she might have, she might have an idea of what a, what a typical relationship no, is supposed to look to like. All, no, you don't understand. We talk about what... I'm like, 
yo, everyone has their version of a typical relationship, but who's alone and who's not? See, no, the no, absolutely. I just we've been we've been we've been together for longer than most people, and we not it's no it's not going no time soon because we have such a respect for who we are, you know. How did you get there? Did it start like this? Did you, Dame, have you, and all your relationships with most of your women, have you been like, this is who I am. I'm a fucking rock star. I might be doing this. Now. How have you evolved to this place? We started, I wanna, we started I wanna, working together. Mm-hmm. So she used to see me be a rock star and that's what mm-hmm. she liked. So she liked the devilish one, not the one that you showed, not the car salesman that tried to sell you the car. She saw the one, she saw the rock star and she used to like it and she still does. Do you still <laughs> like it, Rocky? Yeah, I Blink twice if you knew, knew this to come get you. <laughs> Blink twice. Are you really okay? No, I'm okay. Okay. I appreciate that. She likes, she, likes, she likes my game, right? And she likes how uncomfortable it used to make her. So she likes to see me make other women uncomfortable. So if she saw a girl that's cute, she'll be like, go, go get her. Just so she could witness me playing. She just likes my, she's devilish. That's why. When I used to, she looks like an angel. When we were friends, I would be like, oh, here we go, you know? And so it'd be Just to say, me make girls walk through walls and bump their head and all to that. To watch throughout the night. Because, you know, Damon and I were just friends. So I'd be like, okay, here we go. Let's see how this one turns out. And so, you know, I kind of found the joy in watching it. And not having that pressure it. on her, because I used to put it on her too. But I will say, though, like, Dame, you you and Rocky's relationship, like, you shower her. You shower her with love, and and I think that, obviously, I mean, I could be wrong, Rocky. I'm assuming it plays a part in the security that you know that, like, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, I've witnessed it. It's beautiful. I think that's the best, that's the only way to have it. Like, you can only be entertaining in other bitches and playing if you, I'm the number one showered. <laughs> okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you see, she don't even care. Like, she walk in... And see, like, oh, those girls in the hot tub, and then walk back out and be like, I'd be like, I'd be like, yo, what's up with you? Like, you know what I'm saying? She doesn't care. Do you think had you had you guys not worked together and you witnessed it without with in just friendship first? Like, do you think you could have approached the relationship the same way had you not known him in a friend way first? It would be completely different. No, because I wouldn't have the tolerance. I wouldn't be able to accept who he. But I wouldn't have the time to know you and be like. Our life has just been like a slumber party that nobody left. I, I wouldn't have the tolerance to know who, like, the real person was, you know? It's like, like, I wouldn't... You'd just be having too much fun to even... Like, I don't even remember days and shit. Which is every day is just a big fun day. Oh, you know? wait. So, Rocky, before... In your pre- relationships previous to Damon, mm-hmm. had you ever been in, like, a, a, a relationship like the one you're in now? No. Has it always been, like, traditionally monogamous and, like, you're my what's boyfriend? You, monogamous? I don't even really run around bugging and shit. My one and only I just don't cheat. Black man. You know what I mean. You know what I mean, Damon. Yes. Oh, I, I, we, yeah, she came from South Carolina. She had never been around a real black man before. So this was her first real nigga. There's no and black I, people in South Carolina? What do you mean? She had never been around a real black. She's from Hilton Head, South Carolina. Oh, yeah. Hilton Head. Oh, girl. That is very, that. very country. And she's, and she's Spanish. So, you know, all the things that most men are out there might be like, oh, you know, we don't love such a big butt or whatever. Drive a black man like me nuts. So it was like weird to have a Spanish girl that doesn't know how Spanish she is. And me being like, yeah, I and had to discover it. And then her having like such a different perspective on life a Hilton Head perspective. It was like an escape from the jungle. So it was like, I get the escape, but I don't have to have a flat butt with it. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. Definitely no flat butt. <laughs> no flat butt. Rocky, do you find it hard, like, as a woman to- hard. I mean, She definitely ex- finds it hard every morning. <laughs> well, that's good to know that you're still, you know, everything's going strong over there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Very okay, healthy. Okay. I, that I, vegan I diet is really doing house. good for you. <laughs> I chase her around the house every day. She can tell you that. She's She's like, I wish this nigga would age. Leave me alone. (laughs) Chill, okay? I wish he had like a, uh, he's like an energizer bunny. I wish you sometimes would lose energy. (laughs) Just start dragging him. It's fine. Give him some melatonin, girl. I give him alcohol. He's eating all the day. I I don't know what else to do. I'm still up before everybody. Is it difficult for you to ex- uh, explain your relationship to like maybe your parents or people you grew up with or other girlfriends who are like, bitch, you're tripping, you know? Maybe well, other girlfriends. My parents, my mom, it's, I guess I don't really have to explain to my parents because they can see it. Um, everybody and, knows how much I love her, so yeah, that's all so that matters. Then, or, Obviously, but I'm just saying, has she gotten any grief? 
it, it's nothing to grief about because that's you know what I mean like we talking about it now, but it's okay, guys. That's good. Right. <laughs> I think for other girls maybe that um that aren't happy in their relationships, it's harder for me to explain because they just want to hear the negative or they want to hear certain things like that. So it's, you know, in every relationship, you have your good times and you have your bad times. So like, if you are only one of those girls that you talk to somebody when you're having a bad moment, they only want to hear the negative shit on your relationship. So then when you're having something great and you're doing all this great stuff for 90% of the time, 99% of the time, they don't really want to hear the bad. They don't want to hear the good shit because it then they don't like their relationship. So sometimes so, it's- So this is what happens. Absolutely. I, I, feel, I feel like I can relate to, I, I can relate to that because people want to project what they think is how it should look or what it should be. And I mean, I've had that with my friends and I love you guys' relationship and I aspire to have one just like it. Okay, I'm taking notes. This is what happens. This is what happens. A girl will try to get at me, right? And I'll be like, yo, you gotta go take your application and rock or I can't do it. And then they might end up being friends and because of the fact that I won't do anything without her, then they start hating on that. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, and they, and okay. like, oh, you shouldn't just stand in the third and be like, but that's those be the only ones that hate me, the ones that I'd be like, I'm not doing it without my girl. That's what I, that's what I mean. Well, like you mean like sneaky bitches. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of girls have the intent of being like, I'm down, but their intent is to really have me violate. You know what I mean? So like have her walk out. That's, that's the one, her one rule is don't do it unless I'm around. And I respect that. I've slipped a couple of times and got my ass whipped. But you know what I'm saying? It, 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 like on a drunk, you know, in the house, and she might, you know, but that's the thing. She leaves me in the room by myself a lot. You know what I'm saying? So that would be the only time, and she'll be like, oh, like literally, I'd be like, yo, it's like girls in the thing, and, and they're aggressive. And she'd be like, do what you want to do and go to sleep, and then come back out to the refrigerator and be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said, do what you want to do. You did say that. <laughs> She's like, I don't, like, those I don't know words. those words. Uh, you, you that was not. Say, you said, what did you say then? Did you not just say he was drunk? What did you say though? <laughs> he did say, did say he was I drunk. Said, she said, do what you feel. I that don't she think said. I said that. So what did you say? I don't think I said anything. Right. <laughs> no. Anyway, so yeah. Okay, wait, wait, one more question. Um, if, mistake, if, wear it. Huh? If I make a mistake, I'll wear it. Okay, no, absolutely. You're, that's what men do. It, can Rocky have a side friend? If it's a girl. Okay, so there's no <laughs> other dicks in this equation. I'm not, you think I'm gonna watch another dick than my girl? I, I didn't say you had to you watch. Have to, we don't have to watch. No. I'm not allowed to have a side piece. Fuck me. Okay, well. I ain't got no side pieces. There ain't no side pieces around. I'm your side piece. I'm the side piece for the couple. I've already signed myself up. What <laughs> <laughs> are you talking oh, yeah, about? You, yeah, we're, we're a single couple. Yeah. <laughs> We're I'm coming couple. over for the vegan dinner in the warm, the warm water. <laughs> <laughs> Not the warm water. I'm stuck on the warm water. Kept the cuddle pockets. The cuddle pockets. I'm addicted to the cuddle pockets. Shit. So are we. Come on. We addicted to the same stuff. <laughs> exactly my point. That's my point. It's no sneakiness here. Exactly. I love it. That's what we're about. Um. But at the end of the day, she's my queen. I do anything for her, whatever make her happy, because she make me so happy. You know what I'm saying? And that's the reason why we have such a great relationship, because I accept her for who she is, and she accepts me for who I am, and I'm not that bad, and she's not that bad. So it's great. Thanks. You know what David, I mean? you told me something in the jacuzzi once, and I literally have led with this in dating. She has. <laughs> in she dating. Has. Um, I'm like, my friend told me, uh, this, his theory is if you take care, if you show a woman you can take care of her, she, a man should always take care of you. So, if, you know, like I, you have no problem taking care of your woman because you expect to be taken care of. And I think in this younger generation, these niggas are like dumb and they want to split. They want to <laughs> like go half on shit. And I'm just like, maybe you need to talk to my friend Damon because <laughs> there's fucking some shit missing here. You want to be taken care of, but you want to split some shit? Uh-uh. Yeah, no. So you can't expect any tolerances if you're not 100% doing what you're supposed to do. If it should be no, if I make, I make Rocky, Every dream she had, and I ask her, is there any voids in your life so I can make it? Anything she want, I'm gonna make it happen. Anything she want on her terms. And that's the reason why she, and again, the reason why I'm inspired to do that is because she does so much to make me happy. Like she does everything to make sure I'm happy 24 seven to where I don't want to go out. The problem with cheating for me is, for me to go and be with another girl means I'm not with her. So I, when I'm with, like literally when we first used to start seeing each other, 
she used to send me like, yo, you got to get out. Go, go see a girl once a week and leave me the fuck alone. And I'd be at the girl's house. Go see a model or something. I'd, go, I'd be like, yo, all right, I did what I had to do. Can I come back home? And she'd be like, in the morning. Like, she would always make these boundaries and shit. Okay, Rocky. Well, I need more time. I'm chilling. <laughs> we had established what our relationship was. And I, because I knew who Damon was in his past relationships, I did not want to get too attached to where the part, well, my heart was too broken. So she I had to her. distance myself in a sense that it was never, the attachment wasn't so there to where she would only I cuddle would with become, me on, in certain times of the morning. I couldn't get no cuddle the whole night. Until until we committed. The things that I really wanted were kisses in the mouth and cuddles, and she wouldn't get that. Kisses in the mouth. Wait, so you would not, you would only cuddle on your terms and kiss him on the mouth, never, until you, it was, the, the relationship was on your terms? You didn't come kiss me for a while. Okay. That was like, but when I was asking you, okay, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, Rocky, you do have this unique, like if you, you had this unique opportunity because you did see how he was, you saw his patterns, you saw what you were gonna, you were signing up for if you wanted to to do that. So you could kind of navigate that space and be like, okay, this is where she fucked up. <laughs> Let me not do that. And like check in with yourself and decide, okay, I want this. Now I'm gonna start kissing you in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, I just seen like, you know, so many women kind of go crazy by by being the man that he is, he he loves women. He loves being around lots of women. So, like in in that sense, that would drive some women crazy. In his other relationships that we witnessed while being in different relationships, but still being friends, I um I learned from that, I guess. And I was just in the beginning, I would try and take it slow because I did not want to be, I did not want to go crazy. So, do you think it took practice? Definitely. Okay. That's my, fair. My, um, whatever he calls it, was my practice. Mental and practice. I took practice for me, too. To, to, to have some kind of boundaries and what? some kind of limitations. Are you fucking I'm kidding me? Oh, I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like I'm the one that changed more than anybody. You know what I'm saying? You did the most compromising here. Okay. Not compromising, like changing. It wasn't a compromise because I got stuff. Wait, right. I, did have to, I did have to be like... Like, usually if, if, if a girl gave me that open door, I was taking it, and I just don't do that no more. Right, like an inch and a mile, because I have a theory. You give these niggas an inch, they will automatically take a mile. I'm saying, if I caught you slipping for a second, your ass was out, you know, that, boom. I'm, I'm an assassin. I'm going to get it done. But I don't do that anymore. I have to do it. It's all different now. You know what I mean? Plus, do you plus I'm scared of herpes. <laughs> That's a good reason, because herpes, they're uh, thriving, and they're alive and well. I'm scared of herpes. What advice would you give to, you know, men who are trying to navigate relationships and also love women? Like Take what your women and be honest. Yeah. Cause the thing about it is I don't know a relationship where niggas don't cheat. I don't know. It doesn't exist. So I'm not going to be in a relationship where I'm cheating. Cheating means you lying to your girl. It's like, if you got your homeboy, you don't lie to your homeboy, like to your man, like you go lie to your man, that'll violate your whole business relationship, everything in the street, all of that. You don't lie. So you gonna lie to your girl that's supposed to be your best friend, and then she doesn't, and then she can't catch you lying, but she knows you lying. So then it justifies her going off and doing some other violation shit. Cause I've been the guy that's been that 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 person that's punished they, the girl punishes their boyfriend by fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? And it happens all the time. I be and they don't know nothing. I'd be like, damn, you slick. God damn, you on the phone with a nigga? And I'd be like, well, it, it don't matter. He did it to me. And I'd be like, God damn, that's some fucked up shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I would never give a girl the 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 uh the excuse to play me if I'm doing everything right, taking care of her, making sure all dreams come true. Like I said, if a girl got a million in the bank and I got five hundred thousand, I'm still paying all the bills. Mm. I just that's what I think a man's job is to do, and I'm and I'm do I do that so that my daughters won't accept anything less. If, if their man's not a slave like their daddy, at least as a slave like your dad, because that's what a, a father has to understand, a girl's going to accept what, what their father is. Like, if your father was yelling at their moms and not there and all that, she's going to accept that because that's what she's used to seeing. Right. Mm-hmm. But my daughters are used to seeing me get played by them, and, and I'm the victim. I mean, I let them do things to me, like say shit to me and, and play me, just so they're, they're all right. 
with him doing that to a dude. That's why I want so you. You, to you consciously take the beating. You're taking the beating so that 100%. they they get used to doing. So that. it's not the other. They're not the ones taking the beating in a relationship. I think that's true. That's good. The they're never gonna stay in a relationship number one because they have to be scared of their quality of living. They're always gonna have to be able. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply lead when they want to have the same car like my daughter is so ill that her last boyfriend she had him like yo you know you got to take my last name dash he was telling him and he was contemplating you're gonna take my last name <laughs> i think i'm gonna take that i'm gonna take that from her that's some cold shit no no i strategically let rachel keep her last name so that my daughter could say the same thing that's why i did it so you keep your last name ava you better keep yours your mother kept her last name keep that dash Right. Don't, don't, be, don't be a herb. Your mother's not a herb. That's why I made a mother a big, big businessman. I, make, I let a mother do so much shit to me. If you want it. <laughs> what she said? She had to keep my life. <laughs> right. um, I know you've talked a lot about therapy on, um, on, your, on your platform. and got therapy shows on my network. Right, and which I think is really important, especially as a black man, because I feel like most unfortunately in our community therapy is looked down upon and shunned it's first of all people don't even know it's an option or it's looked down upon or it's considered yeah weak we don't tell our business um the problem with therapy as it stands is most of the research is done on white people and not on black people mm -hmm. the, the therapy that's available is not the one that's for us it's for it's them. white males white it is it's white males and we right, have different problems a different set of circumstances so that's the issue is it's a different kind of therapy that needs to be approached yes Sometimes it could be looked at as a sign of weakness, but it also could be looked at as a sign of a cost that you're not ready to pay for. Like, I'm not paying to talk to someone. You know what I mean? So that's why we try to make it available for free so you can see why. Everyone, every gangster has a consulary. That's a therapist. Have you guys had, um, like, couples therapy ever? Or? Yeah. And then, Definitely. And then also, sing, you've had therapy on your own, like, singularly? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah, me, yeah. Yeah, I will say, like, getting there, yes, therapy can be really expensive, and um, it's not accessible for everybody, especially now and shit, and I think it's important. Everybody needs to talk. Everybody needs to talk shit out. Even if it doesn't make sense, you got to have to, like, to discuss it is to be therapized. Right, and there's a lot of different platforms now. Thank God we're in the, the digital age where it's more accessible. Like, there's BetterHelp.com, which, you know, we've used before, and it's an, actually a virtual therapy um, platform that you can get therapy on and you can pick your therapist so you can say like I'm gonna I'm gonna most probably relate to this black woman because she might oh. come from a place like me or from this place you can literally go through it's kind of like a dating app <laughs> and look and pick you know and they even have like a membership program it's like $65 a week so I think that's dope and, and it's there's less pressure when it's on the screen you know because you don't yeah. feel it's, it's very it's, it's gonna be awkward it's like a first fucking date going to go tell your all your business to the stranger so I don't mind I love telling all my business so my business is out anyway but you guys should definitely check out betterhelp.com slash GMBC if you guys are looking for therapy. Uh, <laughs> okay, we, we, okay, we want to tell you, we have this segment on our show. Uh, generally, like either our guests will share or Erica and I will share. It's called Horries. Uh, 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 horror stories. Horror stories. So like you got to think of your best, top, most whorish experience it could either be very whorish and scary something went terribly wrong it could be just whorish and spectacular and great but whorish? just whorish like hoary like how uh, like we're gonna tell one of our horror stories together 
Yeah, that would be great. It can be, it can be together. It could be from one back in the day, in the Rockefeller days. I, when we, hoes, we, 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 haven't ha- we haven't had a couple <laughs> tell a hoary together. So I would really like if you guys could find a, a, whor- a, a hoary together. Well, I got one. I have one that's not hoary, but. Wait, it has to be. It has to be like scary or just whorish. Are you just like damn? Whore we, just, we just were hoes. That was scary to me. Okay. So I was in Detroit because I don't really do the strip clubs or nothing, right? So once I was in Detroit, and finally my homie was like, "Yo, just see what some strippers is like." So they came to my room, and they had stripper pole. They had bumps in their butt, and I was like, "What the?" What fuck do you mean they have bumps on their butt? They were like little. They were like pole bumps. They called pole bumps, and 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 that that was horrifying to me, and I never missed. With one Wait. Of them. <laughs> So there's a there's a there's some kind of disease called stripper booty pole butt, and it develops bumps on the yeah, butt of because all the all the different um, oils asses, the, yeah, and like sliding up and down the pole. On the pole you know, I've seen I've seen bumps on some strippers' asses, but I didn't know it was like a universal disease. Well, what did you think it was when you saw? I don't bumps? know. I just thought it was just not yeah, a good look. That wasn't horrific to you. It was horrific, but I just didn't think oh, it was like all the strippers strip suffer from it. You go to the strip club? I do. In Atlanta, though. I love the strip club. I do. It's a favorite pastime of mine. What do you like about it? I just like looking at women. And they're so friendly. And they're so nice to me. And they usually have good food and there's drinks. I mean, like naked bitches, food, drinks, good music. A girl strip for you that's not a stripper that you know? Or you like the fact that she's a stranger and other people are paying her as well? I kind of like that the other people are paying her. And that she's a stranger. That's the whole point. I don't, if a, if a girl came over here and did, if a, I dance for did Erica, a dance for me, care. I'd be like, thanks, but. She'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like a little risque. I've tried. She doesn't, she just says, no, she doesn't care. <laughs> no, I like the element of, of money being involved. For sure. <laughs> me too. See, for, for me, I, I, don't, I feel like if I got to pay for it, I'm a Johnny. So I like, you know, I like to. Finesse. I don't like well, that. I like to be with other people that pay are paying, and then I'm encouraging them to pay her and give me their money to pay her. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's supporting the youth. It's supporting the youth. It's supporting their kids. The youth. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not the youth. The young women. Wouldn't huh? it be more sexy if you had another a dude with you, and he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna have this girl come over that you don't know and strip for you real quick." As opposed to going and paying for it. And- well, I would think that he's trying to put me, he's trying to pressure me into a threesome and I need to see her first. Yeah. I, I feel like there's more, pri- he's going to think it's going to go, he's, he's yeah, under the impression it's going to go now. You said, oh, damn, I want to go to strip club. I'm like, strip club? I just call a girl over real quick. And I call a girl, she starts stripping. That's way No, it's, I, but I like the element of many women, not just like one. Okay, I'll call five women over there and get naked like, boots like that. I just think Do they have special outfits? I don't want them to come over there regular shit. I think it's the element of just also like the men seeing men so entranced by a woman, and I feel like there's there's element of control that she has that I like to see. Uh, you like to see men weak. I yeah. like to see vulnerable. Yeah, uh, and that's what you won't see me doing. That's why. <laughs> mm, makes sense. I get it. All right, sorry. Fancy like, you like over. You like, <laughs> you like to play men a little bit. Yeah, I don't like to play, man. No. Take that pussy. You know you got one right here. Pay, 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 pay. I got it. I got it. I got it. Make a dance on me too. Yeah. I yeah, it. I like that. Yeah, like give her some money. Make her dance on me. You take this one. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of bossy too. For a man, it's kind of bossy. Yeah, like tell her totally I want to come over here. But would you rather spend that money on you? Yeah, actually, I would because I have moved. I, I, I'm sorry. Even doing this, you should be like, give me that. You know what I'm well, saying? Hopefully, there's enough for that for that too. Nah, right. I, I hope get none of this. I'd be like, I need all mine. I'd be like, <laughs> I need every single. Every little it, well, if, if a guy gave me the options, like, look, we could go, we could go eat and then go to the strip club, or we could go eat and you could take the money we spent at the strip what, club. I'd be right at the house. If you stripped for the guy and he made it rain on you, and you just yeah, for sure, for sure. That's what I would want. If I'm gonna do that, that's what I would do. Like <laughs> but then also, there's that pressure that he thinks it's going down. But this is not the VIP, you know. <laughs> oh, you you be you be taking niggas that take you to the strip club and they don't get they don't get the big payoff at the end. Yeah, like the, you know, just because you're the strip club doesn't mean there's a payoff at the end. You just leave. Uh, is your, are these guys named Johnny? <laughs> no, no Johnny. Herb. 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 Johnny. He has an idea of what the guys that just pay the strippers who they are. It's oh. Herb and Johnny. Herb and Johnny sounds like yeah, straight cousins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. What, anyway. Um, <laughs> back to your show. <laughs> It's a horror story. Now that we've really established our views on strippers and strip clubs <laughs> and <laughs> Urban Johnny. Bumps. I'm not mad at, I just don't like stripper pole bumps on girls' butts. That was a horror flick for me. Yeah, that seems pretty horrible. <laughs> in, in such close quarters, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to say that that was like a level one hoary for you, but I'm going to let you slide this time. Because I, I know, know you got some shit. In I the... know there's more than just bumps on bitches' asses. I don't put myself cold. in those precarious positions. Like okay, that. that's why I, I, I don't I believe promise, it. I promise. I, I mean, like, I know I you and Rocky have seen some shit. So, but it's cool. You can keep it secret. <laughs> no horror. Not a horror. Oh, good. It could be good too. It could be great. It just has to be like maybe there were six bitches. Maybe it was just it was going like I don't know <laughs> something out of the ordinarily horish that regular traditional sex doesn't consist of. Oh, like horish, like sex. horish. Yeah. yeah. I think we have to exchange horror stories. You'd have to like tell me one first. Okay, we'll send you some. <laughs> you send me some, and I'll send you one too. Okay. It's, it's, it's like us get naked and y'all don't. What type of shit is that? We get naked Look, every our episode. Whole, our whole podcast is us being yeah, naked, naked, essentially. There's a lot of shit on here. A lot of horries. A lot of horries from us. We've stripped well, down to we, the... We want to see it. We'll show you us when you show us y'all. No, we'll okay. send you together. All right, all right. Fair. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Dan Rocky. <laughs> so kind of you to join us today. <laughs> so glad you guys came oh, on. Thank you. Thank you. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap for today. But thank you. Um, we miss you guys. Um, we want to come over someday again. Y'all been, y'all been, y'all been uh, what you call it, right? Quarantine. Yeah. yeah. Quarantining together, essentially. Yeah. yeah um, but uh, thank you, guys, thank you guys for coming on. You can, you know where to, you can find Dame at what's your Instagram at Damon Dash. Let's go Poppington. Let's go Poppington. And go to Dame Dash Studios and order the app. Boom. Also, you know, this is on my live right now, anyway. So they've been checking. And Rocky, where can we find you? Raquel M. Horn at Instagram and um, Dame Dash Studios, Health as well. And yeah. Yeah, she has a cooking show, a yoga show. Yes, go get it. has a network, and you can have a subscription and see all the amazing shit they're doing over there at that gallery because he is dropping. There's cooking, and Rocky can cook. There's therapy. There's and music. They all everything is beautifully shot. Action. There's a lot of shit over there. So go check it out. Always something going on. They're shooting. What they're shooting. We're about to start a new movie. Oh yeah, yesterday. We're about to start a zombie movie. If you want to be in it. Oh, oh my shit. god! I was just telling somebody I wanted to be in a zombie movie yesterday. I literally was watching a zombie mm-hmm. show on Netflix. I finished the entire thing, and I said, "This is part of my life's work. I need to do at least one zombie movie." <laughs> well, when you find a man that you makes man, sure you manifest, true, make sure you stick with him. When you find a man that what makes your dreams come true, make sure you stick with him. I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead with that. When you find a man, man that makes, makes your dreams, dreams come true, true stick with him. Got it. Got it. Okay. Even if he has a robe on and shades. Even if he has what? A robe on and shades. A robe on and shades. (laughs) You look pretty cool right now. (laughs) Thank you. You All right, you guys. Well, you know where to find us (laughs) at goodmoms underscore bad choices on Instagram. Follow us and make sure you rate this episode. Leave us five-star reviews. And uh, you can watch this. Why don't you have more people on the Zoom so they can ask questions and shit? We We didn't think about that. We could do another one. I'm just saying you should do when you do your we could, but you could do your Zoom with Q and A and have people just invite like people when they come. In. Oh, let's do that. Let's schedule that. That'll be fun. We doing screening. Maybe we'll do that on Patreon. You guys, make sure you go follow our Patreon where you can watch this entire episode. That's Patreon.com backslash Good Moms Bad Choices, and maybe we'll do a smoke out with with uh, Dame. Yeah, we should. What's Patreon. What's that? Patreon. Patreon's a subscription base where you can put more content and your people, uh, there's like, we have, a, there's tiers. So there's like $5 a month, $10 a month, $20 a month, and they get extra, extra content. Outside of the podcast. Outside of the podcast. Yeah. It's just like some exclusive shit. Extra content. Yeah, what's the extra content? It's like OnlyFans? Not like that. <laughs> Not quite OnlyFans. Um, we have some videos of us rolling blunts. We have some a rolling blunt segment. We also have a segment um, called Sex Positions 101, where Eric and I demonstrate. We reenact sex I positions. Think, I think y'all need a sex show on my network. Yeah. <laughs> We're professionals, so. Yes. I mean, why would, I would only want professionals on my network. So you guys recreate the sex positions? Yeah. Yeah, we do. It's like a. It's like what? A, Where's this? Look at I subscribe. This is OnlyFans. It's not. We're not naked. We're in clothes. Sometimes just, in lingerie. It's very educational. Sometimes in lingerie. Okay. Sometimes in lingerie. Sometimes in swimsuits. We'll do extra it's content. Like scissor? Scissor? What kind of positions? Like we didn't do it. We haven't done any scissoring, but maybe we'll add that to the thing. Tripping. 
So like when you, is somebody a man constantly or is there? No, we will, we'll switch. It depends who got the position. If I got a new position from one of my experiences, uh, I mean, I'll just do the demonstrating. It doesn't matter. What, it's not your, ex- what were your favorite positions? You didn't tell, tell us. Um, would be a shame if it's not doggy. I do like doggy too. I like doggy too. I mean, I think it's universal. Everybody really likes doggy. But I also like to look deep in your eyes, so that'll, that'll turn around at some point. Back and you to the extent that you go look down. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm intense. I'm a you can look back. That's Wait, what's your, what, are you, what are you guys' signs? Taurus. Aquarius. Hmm. And Taurus is the one that like to have sex every single day. Really? I, maybe it's just Damon Dash. <laughs> <laughs> every single day. Every day must have sex. Taurus. Twice. twice. I like it twice. As many times. I agree, though. The more sex a day, the better. It's like laughing. It's good for your soul. It's also therapeutic. I just like looking at Rocky feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky looks like she needs a break. <laughs> like, like, leave me. She's like scared of me. She's like, no, please. <laughs> please. Like, Come on, bro. Give Rocky like, a break. <laughs> All right, you guys. No, blinking twice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I saw the blink. We're on our way. You know I know where you live. We're on our way. Be outside. Wait outside, Rocky. We'll get, we got you, boo. <laughs> oh, bye, y'all. All right, you guys. We Thank love you. you guys. Thank you guys for coming on. See you soon. Bye. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Make sure you rate and review us. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy our podcast, go to the Apple Podcast app, scroll all the way down, give us that five-star rating. Make sure you uh, join our newsletter on our website, goodmomsbadchoices.com. And we're sorry for the sound. We're still trying to navigate this whole Zoom life situation with guests and mics. Um, We're trying to get it together, trying to get together. Be patient with us. Um, Anyway, we hope you guys have a wonderful week, and we'll catch you guys next Wednesday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.